I gave a retreat about a year ago to Antiochian priests in Montreal. Bishop Alexander said, please come up and talk to my priest for a weekend. Gave him know, six talks. It was a very interesting experience. I said to him, Bishop Alexander, you got the wrong guy. I'm not Antiochian and I'm not a priest. He said, I know, I know, I know. So I talked at length with him about this. Whole thing to say about priests. But one of the priests said, Dr. Rossi, which of those is first, which is prime? Now you see the hook in the question. <laughs> and my answer is none, really none. We Orthodox are really believe in synergy and the psychosomatic relationship. Christ became incarnate and our bodies are dignified and we won't accept cremation and we believe in the body. So any deficit to any one of those four is a deficit to the other three. So I'm claiming the spiritual is not necessarily prime. That is, I can't be disbalanced in the spiritual direction at the expense of the others. Can't, can't do that. Can't do that. Why? Because Christ is in all of us. Don't you understand that you are the temple of God? Each, so, so I can't neglect my physical well-being in the name of spiritual pursuit. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'll quote Father Florovsky. Father Florovsky had a very famous sentence when he said, I'll ask you to copy this down, like it's a note worth remembering. He was asked, what is orthodoxy? And he said, orthodoxy is the absence of extremes. The absence of extremes. I translate that as fully human. The absence of extremes. So anyone want to um, disagree or say something or ask a question or make a comment? Father, please. I know it's hurtful to be able to reveal those sexual thoughts to your spouse. It is hurtful. But the other hurt that results when you don't, I think is far greater. And and marriages differ and some marriages can bear it. All I can say as a clinical psychologist is that the sexes, males and females, do differ. And if a man would say to a woman, even worse, you know, I just want to be really honest with you, honey, I hope you can take this, but I find your sister to be arousing. The amount of catch-up that provokes, what's wrong with me? Am I not attractive enough to your eye? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't, I'll know about all that. So you might be right. I don't want to differ. I was just listening to that. I find it helpful. But I was going to say, too, in the interest of balance, the balance that I try to seek, I agree with Father John that I need, my wife needs to know that I'm a man under temptation and that I have lustful thoughts. 
but in your interest, she doesn't need to know specifically what those lustful thoughts are. That's right. And if I'm doing things on the internet, or if I'm having really general lustful thoughts, I can disclose that. But I wouldn't want to make it personal. But I'm speaking generically. Sister Mary? You were talking about um, the spiritual side not being greater than the rest of it. But you see in history, um, saints, where that it was exactly the case, where they, they harmed themselves physically for the sake of their, their yes. spiritual. The question is, or the, the statement, which is very accurate, in hagiography there are many saints, many less in orthodoxy than in Roman Catholicism, who abuse their body in one way and another as a spiritual pursuit. I'll get candid for you. And, and I was a monk for 11 years. And back in those days, we were told, really, you have to deny yourself and you really... Whatever, and we had a really strict life. It was all in Latin. We're up at 5 o'clock in the morning, total silence, no radio, no newspaper, very strict. And added to that, those who wanted to could put pebbles in their shoes, but that's optional. And no one will ever know. And I must tell you candidly, I was one of those who opted to put pebbles in my shoes. And boy, it was really uncomfortable. I had blisters on the bottom of my feet. I always had a walk so no one knew it. And without getting into a big discussion on it, and having discussed this at length with many people at the seminary, that whole approach is for some chosen saints, for whatever reasons God chose, and there are few in orthodoxy, but it's not the norm, and it's not for us. In no way are we to choose anything to abuse the body in any way in the name of a spiritual pursuit. Now, of course, all this needs a spiritual father. It needs all of those considerations. But basically, it leads to pride in us, generally. Now, if you have a saint led by the Holy Spirit, that's fine. And saints have done some strange things against their body. That's not the normal orthodox teaching. It, and it may be in a particular convent, I don't know, but it is not generally acceptable. And at the seminary, we have a great big thing about that. Don't be masochistic. You've got enough to do. And, and most of the, you know, the famous quote that's used at our place is, I forget exactly what saint, but I think Saint Seraphim said, when asked, do you have a hair shirt or pebbles in your shoes or do you flog yourself at night? He said, my brother is my cross. Meaning, if I really love somebody, that's a lot better than having pebbles in my shoes or doing something, putting a nail on my hand or something. With that, I'm going to, I have an article to pass out, as I did last night. This is the article I wrote on the Jesus Prayer. And if you want, it's on the St. Vladimir's website, Faculty Rossi Jesus Prayer. You get it in color there, but here it is for you. We'll pass it out, sit tight, we'll end with silence once this is done.